Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Central Indiana Today. Of course, my name is Shane Ray. I'm your host. And this week we have an interesting show with uh, our returning special guest is the best way to say that, Mr. Rob Kendall. Why? Because Rob was here last month for our show. And uh, since that time, he had some exciting news that he wanted to share with everyone in case you haven't heard about it. Of course, Rob used to be with us here at WYRZ, and he was here for our fifth anniversary uh, episode. And So anyway, he's got something new to tell you. And then after that, will be a recap of last week's t- uh, Town of Danville presentation of uh, the Key to the City, or Key to the Town, if you will, to Hendricks Regional Health. So we'll, we'll play a little bit of that news report that we did, as well as talking with CEO Kevin Spears of Hendricks Regional Health. You don't want to miss it. You stay right here on 98.9 FM and WYRZ.org, Central Indiana Today. Duke Energy presents Central Indiana Today. Shane Ray talks with the newsmakers in and around Hendricks County. And now your host, Shane Ray. He has returned to the scene of the crime. That's right. It's Mr. Rob the Big Talker Kendall. My key still works. <laughs> it does. It's a miracle. Yeah. But the alarm code is different now. So <laughs> It used to be. I used to just have knock on the window. Yeah. Yeah, you and half the staff would, would do that. But. By the way, when do I get to meet DC the DJ? I love that guy. Well, He's great. He... Does he has, do any appearances or book signings? It, or? I was going to say, it helps if you get to be a part of his fan club. He want, He's like, people want to meet him, and he says, hey, you got to get into my fan club first, and then I'll consider it. A local legend. That's, that's, that's him. Exactly. You, I, yeah. I, I've been a legend in my own mind, but never an actual local legend. <laughs> Now, you uh, leave WIBC sometimes, and it's midday, and that's when DC's on, so yes. you get to listen to him at that time, right? I listen to that famous guy on AM for a little bit, and of course, uh, whatever programming's on WIBC, and DC the DJ. <laughs> he just seems like a guy that loves being on the radio. He does love being on the radio, as a matter of fact, and as you know, he's a volunteer, just like you were. That's right. Speaking of which, you have returned. You were here last month. Uh, to help us celebrate our fifth year on the air. October the 27th was the fifth year anniversary, I believe. Yes, exactly. And so... uh, I was right here, in fact, on October 27th, five years ago, in this very spot. This very room. Telling Brian Scott, get out of my way. (laughs) And play my Bruce Springsteen song. (laughs) But uh, like a week, maybe two, after that broadcast, it was announced... That uh, of course we talked about it on on the last time you were here. You're on WIBC now, and you've been producer for Chicks on the Right for how many years? Three and a half years. Three and a half years. I've never actually held a job for three and a half years, so that's pretty amazing. I'll swear to that in court. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even here three and a half years, I guess, if you want to look at it that way. But anyway, uh, a news came out that uh, the show is getting a change, and uh, it's uh, Daisy, whose real name is. Uh, Amy, I've already forgot. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Which one is she? Amy Joe. Amy Joe. She's leaving the. Sh- Amy Joe is leaving the show. That's right. And uh, it. Let's go back a little because how did? When did you find out that she was leaving the show? 
Well, so it's never, Shane can attest, it's never good in radio when your boss sends you an email and says, come see me after the show. (laughs) Yet, my boss is great. His name's David Wood. He's an awesome guy. He's kind enough to realize what that meant. So he immediately puts, there's nothing wrong. We just have something to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. And it's also, just so you know, it's also bad when you get one of those from your wife. (laughs) And you pray that that's the first thing she says when uh, you see her. Well, my, my bosses are great because my uh, uh, executive producer, who's who's directly under David, sent me a text yesterday for something. Please call me after the show. And then the follow-up text, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they he, he had, I went in and saw him, and he said, you know, that she she had accepted a job in corporate America, which is great for her. A lot of people mm-hmm. like the, like there wasn't a, a magic chicks on the right seat, and they grew out of the ground. Like they <laughs> they had lives before they did radio, and right. they were both very successful in corporate America. And and she was given a really great offer to go back to corporate America as a uh, communications person, and so she chose to take it. Yeah. Now, uh, how long had the show has the show been on? WC? Seven years. Seven years. So they did weekends, and then they did afternoons, and then they did uh, middays. The middays, and and then became the morning show. Eventually. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. The, yeah, I guess that would technically be. See, I consider Tony Katz the morning show. <laughs> that's right. That's real early. <laughs> that's real early. That's before the the roosters wake up. So yeah, so they went from from weekends to the afternoon drive to whatever you call that nine to eleven. Yeah. So. Uh, You've been producer there. Producer Rob was your title. Yes. Uh, that's one of the many things they called me. Yes. Some of them we can't say on this radio station. <laughs> yeah. What, we with the community values and whatnot? The FCC, they are already got the, uh, their eye on us. We would rather not poke them in the eye. But uh, anyway, they you did that, and then um, you got the word that, okay, we're going to change the show, and you said... Uh, it's going to be called the Rob Kendall Show from now on? Well, actually, what I did is I wrote a number on a piece of paper, <laughs> yeah. and I slid it across the desk, to which my boss quickly wrote something on a piece of paper and slid it back to me. And when I re- flipped the paper over, it said no. <laughs> and you, you replied, okay. <laughs> yeah, so they, they uh, offered up the idea of, of t- Mock, who's the other chick, is going to hang around. And he said, you know, we think this idea would be great for a show, so... As of Monday, it's the Mock and Rob show. Okay. Now, Heard on radio stations everywhere. And by everywhere, we mean 93.1 <laughs> WIBC. That's right. At same time slot. Yeah. And uh, uh, you also do a lot of other stuff now. And you're going to... Mean, we call them side hustles. Okay. Well, your Sunday side hustle, <laughs> is that going to uh, slowly slip away? Well, they, they haven't made any firm decisions right now. Look, you know me. I can never hear enough of me. So whenever they keep telling me to show up, I'm <laughs> going to keep showing up anywhere and everywhere. The only thing I told them is I said, please don't make me do that morning show anymore because you know how I hate to get up early, Shane. Yeah. You know how I hate to get up at 10 a.m., much less <laughs> 4.30 a.m. So yeah. uh, I'm sure... They'll let me know, and you'll be the first to know. Of course. And I'll expect a big post on the WYRZ Twitter feed. <laughs> as, as usual, yes. Uh, it's the place where you find out what Rob Kendall's up to, right here on WYRC. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big honor, Shane, because I think we talked about it the last time, that ever since I was a little kid, you know, WIBC is the radio station that I dreamed of being on, and to finally like have your own show... Mm-hmm. 
on that radio station is, you know, it, I, it, today is actually the 82nd anniversary of WIBC. Oh. They went on the air, eight, well, we're putting this together on Friday. So last week was the yeah. 82nd anniversary. So it's a heritage radio station. It's arguably the most important radio station, a present company excluded in, of the, course, of in, course. The, in the history of Indiana radio. And so it's, it's for radio nerds like us, uh, a, a huge honor to, to be on that radio station. Yeah. I, I agree. And, uh, you know, in case the people at home are saying, why is he promoting WIBC? We're a totally different type of station here. This is a community nonprofit organization. WIBC is, quote unquote, the big bad corporate <laughs> radio station. <laughs> so. And they have always, to their credit, they have always been super supportive of me continuing to help out yeah. community radio. Yeah. Because they're, look, they're not competitors. Right. You guys aren't competing, right. you know, and, and they've always been super supportive because they understand the importance of community radio and they've always been, you know, super uh, fine with me being here and, and doing stuff. And like I said last time, I keep sending them people. <laughs> That's right. You are the farm team. That's well, right. I think two years ago you were on our, um, the, 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 fund, the big fundraiser we yes. do. For the uh, for the Salvation Army, you yeah. were on there with me doing yeah. stuff. So yeah, there's no uh, this isn't the Russians and the Americans in the '80s here. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, everybody's pretty okay with each other. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the uh, the the times for the show. It will remain nine to eleven, and the Monday new, through Friday. Yeah, and the new title. It's going to be yet? the Mock and Rob Show. Okay. That's what they're actually going to call it. We have a new intro. We have a new speed round intro. It's going to be as the president would say. Bigger and huger than ever before. <laughs> yeah. So speed round is going to continue. Yeah. All, That's good. All the good stuff is going to continue. Look, one of the great things, and 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 I know as a as a nonprofit, you don't really participate in this, but the the ratings just came out, and yeah. for the you know for the second month in a row, you know we're the number two station in the city, and we were number one a couple of months ago. There's a tremendous relationship, and you you know this because you've been a part of radio for so long. There's a tremendous relationship. <laughs> radio people develop with their audience, especially in talk radio, where yeah. all you do is talk about yourself all day. Yeah. I mean, you know, or issues, but yourself. And so that's why I think it was such a seamless transition to go from the chicks on the right to Mock and Rob, because I already have the relationship with, with all those people. And they like me because they don't know me. So it's a, you know, it's a, it's a good one. If they ever actually get to know me, you know, it may not end <laughs> so well. It's all over. <laughs> Okay, well, that's uh, you heard it here. Well, you didn't hear it here first, but... Uh, You've heard we, it here. We did get the Rob Kendall exclusive <laughs> because, uh, now, this is airing on Wednesday, so the show started uh, this past Monday. And let's hope I haven't been fired yet. Yeah, exactly. Or as we like to say personally, this never happened in the future. Well, in radio, they tell you your services are no longer needed. Yeah. We wish him the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there you go. Uh, folks can listen on what's the what's the numbers on the dial? 93.1 WIBC, WIBC.com. Great place to listen. All right. Our good friend Rob Kendall, thanks for being our guest today. Thank you, Shane. Well, as I said at the beginning of the show, the town of Danville gave Hendricks Regional Health and uh, Kevin Spear... The key to the city, if you will, or key to the town. I was there for the presentation. Now, what I'm going to play for you is the news report that we did uh, last week. And then I'm going to play you the interview that I did along with a reporter from the Republican newspaper based out of Danville with uh, Kevin Spear, the CEO of Hendricks Regional Health. 
The Danville Town Council presented Hendricks Regional Health President and CEO Kevin Spear a special honor on October 28th at the Hendricks Regional Health Danville Hospital. The ceremony took place just outside the emergency room entrance of the facility. The council voted back in July to present Hendricks with a proclamation and a key to the town in honor of the health system's response throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as to recognize all staff for their continued work on the front lines. Tom Pato, Danville Town Council President, served as Master of Ceremonies, while Town Council Vice President Nancy Levitt read the proclamation. In witness whereof, we have hereunto set our hand and caused the seal of the town of Danville, Indiana, to be affixed this 28th day of October, the year of 2020. Now therefore be it proclaimed that by the virtue and authority vested in the town council of the town of Danville in the state of Indiana, to hereby proclaim thanks and recognition to the entire staff of Hendricks Regional Health. In witness whereof, we have hereunto set our hands and caused the seal of the town of Danville to be affixed on this day in the year of our Lord, 2020. Thank you very much. In Danville's 196-year history, town officials have never bestowed an honorary key to an individual or organization. When asked how special it was to him to receive the key to Danville, Spear had this to say. Yeah, Danville's, Danville's the mothership. It's, the, it's our home base and, and always will be. Um, Brownsburg Hospital, we have plans for the future to grow and expand that facility. Um, and it'll, someday it'll look like this campus, but that's, a, that's in the future. In his acceptance speech, Spear went on to recognize many members of the staff and volunteers at Hendricks Regional Health. For WYRZ News, I'm Shane Ray. Now, as I said, after the presentation, Kevin Spear talked with um, someone from the Republican newspaper as well as myself and uh, was nice enough to answer some questions that we had. So here is that raw, unedited interview. It's my understanding this is the first time the town of Danville has done a key to the city, if you will. And uh, I was wondering, what does that mean not only to um, you personally, but to the organization Hendricks Regional Health to have that kind of honor? I think it means everything to us. Um, the, the people who work in healthcare do it because it's their calling. They do it because it's their passion. And it's it's unusual to be recognized and sometimes even thanked. And so the fact that the town leadership would would recognize their tremendous efforts, the fact that they they ran into a life-threatening situation um, and, and recognized them with this key in the proclamation, um, I, I think it means everything to the to the organization um we don't i think we're just starting to realize the impact the emotional impact that the pandemic is having on the entire um community um, whether you're directly involved in healthcare or not but its impact on healthcare workers um is becoming evident and it's 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 real and thank yous like this mean everything to people you know let's talk a little bit about um you mentioned in your speech how it seemed like protocol uh, things like that changed on daily, sometimes yeah. hourly basis. Yeah. How did you, uh, as well as your staff, stay up on that? And what was, uh, how did you 
keep your communication open to all the and you know you gave a lot of credit to the people on your team how did you communicate with them and well and how did so, that go so the 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 person I obviously missed was Carrie Meyer, who's standing here to my left. Um, she was our chief information officer during this crisis, um, which was a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week job. Um, we tried as hard as we could um, to keep. I mean, it was we, we. There were only number a few sources of policy and rule changes. So the CDC, um, CMS, ISDH. Sometimes those rules or policies change from morning to afternoon, and and we would re-communicate that. And Carrie did an amazing job of putting together a communication plan that that pushed that out um, both on our intranet, in print. Um, we used um, a lot of signage. I can't imagine what our Kinko's bill was for, <laughs> for printing a sign in the morning that said, here's the rules, and then reprinting the sign in the afternoon. But she, she condensed it, wrote it, put it in an understandable fashion and got it out to everybody so they understood. You know, uh, so many of the organizations of, uh, or even just businesses in general, not, I mean, especially with nonprofits, Hendricks Regional Health is a nonprofit, are, well, they got hit pretty hard financially because of all of this. But uh, Hendricks Regional Health, from what I hear, is uh, doing very well. So, so we took very aggressive action. Um, within the first days of the first patient being identified in, in Hendricks County. Um, so um, I, I eliminated all capital spend um, within hours. So we had a, we had a budget to spend um, about $15 million this year, and, and we, I cut that off. So we stopped spending money on anything other than COVID-related activities. Um, we we reduced our expense structure by about twenty nine million dollars, um, largely um, on the, with the you know, associate benefits, associate salary, associate raises, associate bonuses, um, etc. And and we're starting to um, put some of those back in place. Um, we're we're really at the, the in my opinion the right size organization to react and shift and move and adjust. And so from, from from eliminating the expense structure, um, being told by, that we could no longer do elective surgeries, um, you know, there was, that's a huge hit to an organization like this. Our financials, it, it, you hear people talk about the V. We were also able to singly focus on a pandemic, but on a parallel track, look at, okay, when it's safe to reopen, how do we do that, and how do we get back to our patients who for, they went, they forego, forwent um, care um, so that we could care for the others, and they forwent, they, they forwent care, didn't receive care, so that to keep our providers safe, and and how quickly now can we get them back in, and and we've seen uh, across the country, and we've certainly seen it here in our community, the impact that that had on individuals. People are coming in much sicker. People are coming in um, and and whereas a, a cancer might have been picked up at a point where treatment could have been offered, it's now at a point where it's very of very little value. And so it had a huge impact. But so we were able to return we got back to normal. We we took extreme measures to make our facility safe and clean and appropriate for for option for 
uh, elective care, and that was Carrie's job. She brought to me the white paper on on how to to recommunicate that we're open and safe. And so, by all of those efforts, yeah, we we will have survived this. Um, we we have a very strong financial position, and we came through this, and we'll go through the next one. We'll be here another 58 years. Okay. So yeah, I think one more uh, with Hendricks Regional having uh, satellite. Uh, places, if you will. Yeah. Danville still home. Yeah, Danville's Danville's the mothership. It's the it's our home base and and always will be. Um, Brownsburg Hospital. We have plans for the future to grow and expand that facility, um, and it'll someday it'll look like this campus. But that's a, that's in the future. So, okay. yeah. You got me. That was a, <laughs> I was going to say, um, with the talking of the, of the key ceremony and all of that, we kind of digged out some some past history yeah. with the paper. It well, and I've had a really chance to look cool at to some of that. Yeah, um, it's really interesting to read and how it kind of all got started. Um, and we know where we are presently. Right. Um, but I was going to ask about future. What, what what are we looking for? Is it hard to see what we're doing in so, the next five so, to ten years? Well, it's not hard. So it's hard to see what changed, it's hard right? to see what we're going to do in the next five to ten days. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Um, you know, we talk in terms of numbers, and what what's our number today? Um, Carrie, one two sixty three or two forty three. Yeah. Windshield wipers. Two forty. <laughs> so we're two hundred forty three days into from the first patient being for first individual um, who tested positive in Hendricks County. Um, you know, we put everything on hold for nine months, and you don't just flip the switch and it restarts, right? So strategies to create outpatient opportunities, strategies to open service lines, strategies even to build the new ICU here, which is it will be a critical component of our services going forward, all got stopped. And it, the moment, when that momentum stops, it takes – it doesn't just, okay, restart. It takes probably the same amount of time to get back to where you were. So some of those initiatives um, – are, have been slowed. Some have been put on hold until we kind of see what is coming. Um, but our our focus in the future will be um, expanding service lines here in, in Danville and growing services at Brownsburg. Thank you, Kevin Spears, and also thanks to the Republican for helping out with that interview. And thanks, Rob Kendall, for being our guest. And thank you for listening to Central Indiana Today on 98.9 FM and WYRZ.org. You've been listening to Central Indiana Today with your host, Shane Ray.